Hi there friends, Stan here. I want to do part two of Jesus and shame. Uh, shame has got to do with not feeling like we're ever good enough. Shame has got to do with we don't feel like we've got love and connection. We battle to, to form intimate friendships and battle to be intimate with Jesus. Shame has got to do with never feeling you're good enough. Never really thinking that you're enough in any situation. And uh, it's got to do with you always feeling like you're an outcast. Always feeling like you're on the outside of things. Never included. If you are constantly feeling like that and you know Jesus, there may be some, some shame in your life that you need to take before Jesus and deal with. Really, the three big ideas of that shame, the way that shame presents in the, throughout the scriptures is in number one, nakedness. That means um, in the garden, they were naked and had no shame before sin entered the world. And then after they gave way to sin, Adam and Eve were hiding in the garden there was sin, there was nakedness, and they were had shame. And so shame has got to do with always covering over, always being seen in the sense of I'm going to be seen and people are going to know exactly what I'm like in a negative way. And so shame manifests itself in always naked, always covering up. And we might be covering up with a big personality, you might be covering up with all sorts of masks that we, that we have, bravado, um, that we have that kind of covers over our nakedness. The second way that man shame manifests in the scriptures is through uncleanness. If you are unclean, you are pushed aside. And what that would mean is unclean means that you're never good enough. And uh, always, always feeling like you're never enough for a situation. Always feeling like um, I'm never, never up to never good enough, and then life's disappointments confirm that, that you're never good enough. You always seem to be a failure. You always have a, maybe a fear of failure, in fact, is a, is a way of shame manifesting in this kind of realm. And then the last realm in which it kind of manifests through the scriptures in as outcast. So Adam and Eve were cast out of the garden. And if you were unclean, you were cast out of public influence. And so the third way that shame manifests is you always feel excluded. You always feel like you're on the outside. You always feel um, that you never, never fit in. You're always different. I want to say to you, any, any one of those three things can be shame manifesting. And what the gospel does is that Jesus comes in and he says, one, you don't have to be naked because I will cover your nakedness. You don't have to be unclean because my holiness will touch your uncleanness and make you holy. That's why we called saints because Jesus' holiness, saint comes from the word sanctify, which is the same word that you get holy from. So actually Jesus comes with his holiness and touches us and makes us holy so that we are clean enough. We are good enough. Actually he is sufficient for us. And then what Jesus does is he comes and he says, no longer are you excluded, but actually you're part of my family now. You're included with me. We are in Christ. And so he deals with our shame by including us in him. 
That's why we see Jesus always hanging around with those that are so-called shamed. The tax collectors, the prostitutes, the, the sinners, Zacchaeus's house. All sorts of stories in the scriptures. The woman with the issue of blood, Jesus is, is healing. The woman that had five husbands and, and, and was living with a man that was not her husband um, at the well. She comes back to Jesus and said, comes back to the people and says of Jesus, he knew my whole life. He told me everything about my life and yet he did not reject me. You see, Jesus includes all those that can be shamed, that could be shamed. This is what the gospel does to shame. It covers your nakedness. It includes you into the family of God and into the people of God. This is why the people of God can never afford to be clicky because actually we're a people that cover over. We include, we're always including those that, are, that feel excluded. And actually Jesus is, makes us good enough. What shame, the opposite of shame is honor. What the opposite of shame is value. So what the gospel does is it comes and restores our created value. It comes and restores our honor. Even if we were sinned against and felt like we, our honor, our, our value was robbed from us as a child if we were abused as a child. Even if, our, if we gave it away through some hectic sin. Jesus comes and restores your honor, comes and restores your value and says you are valuable in my sight. You are honored in my sight and restores your created value. When we have created value, he then puts our identity of purpose and belonging into our lives so that we can become the sons and daughters of God that we call to be. Shame is a radical thing that the gospel deals with. I trust this being helpful to you this morning or today. And I trust that it ministers to you as God deals with our shame.